Hey everybody, this is Armando coming to you from the future. Uh, just a little bit of an update on something that we talked about last week, as well as something that we talk about at the end of the episode this week. Uh, originally, we were planned to be part of the Mola She Wrote live show. Unfortunately, due to an unplanned scheduling conflict, that will no longer be happening, but we will still be at Don Carlos Taco Shop at about 5.30 to 6 p.m. Uh, feel free to come through and enjoy a delicious burrito with myself and Paige. We'll be there for quite a while. We'll post updates in the Facebook page so that way you guys can stay updated with what's going on. And thank you so much for listening. Now enjoy the show. Cult Podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence and is not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review our show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Drink the For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm, organizations that require monetary or physical sacrifices as a condition of membership, organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organization in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I am Armando Torres. And with us again, we have... Andrea Gazetta! Yay! So today... We're covering uh, a cult that has been requested a number of times um, and has been emailed to us a number of times, and we've always meant to get to it, but then other shit has come up, Um, or other things have been on the list ahead of it. So I'd like to read the first email we got about this cult uh, from October 17th, 2017, (laughs) almost a year ago at this Uh, point. So this is from James G., Uh, It says, hi, I've been meaning to send you this for a few weeks and I have a ton of uni work to do. So what better time than now to email you guys? I live in (laughs) Australia and earlier this year, whilst on fishing holiday in New Zealand's South Island, I fished a river that I accessed through a property that you guys might be interested in. The place is called Gloria Vale and it was amazing. I went there with my girlfriend and we had to sign in at the office so that they knew we were on the property as there's a small hunting lodge there as well. Later on, when we finished fishing, we realized that we met the leader, Hopeful Christian, which was a strange experience. They were surprisingly open and welcoming to us, given the controversies. On a side note, where this cult where this cult is based is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I'll send some photos when I get a chance. I'd describe this cult as... Amish slash communism, read through the website and economic efficiency is a big deal for these guys. One of the odd things I noticed when we were there is that they only owned Peugeot cars. What? Exactly. Does he mean puto cars? No, Peugeot. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Below are a couple of links to videos about them and their website as a great resource as well. There's plenty more videos on YouTube to watch, and I'm sure that you'll see them when you click the links above. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask me. I love your podcast. I look forward to more episodes. Hopefully one on Gloria Vale. Cheers, 
James from Sydney, Australia. Oh, and actually, it's so weird. We have a surprise guest for the podcast. It's uh, my terrible impression of James. <laughs> G'day, mate. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's good to be here. <laughs> Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. So, I dove into these videos, and they're great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, they, it's kind of interesting, because at first, when I started reading about this cult... I kind of was like, okay, so it's Australian 12 tribes. Um, But then I got into some more interesting information. So we've got quite a few sources, a lot on YouTube. He's right. There is a ton on YouTube, including a TED Talk that we'll reference later in the episode. YouTube's always uh, a very uh, good source. (laughs) You were right before in describing it as bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now, sometimes I can get really good at it, but uh, most times it's, like, not... If I was to, like, rate this on a graph from, like, bad to good, the level of this oppression would be down under. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not very nice. <laughs> That's not nice. Can, this is nice. nice. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Can't you just let me wallaby? Oh. Um, so in addition to Take YouTube, that, James. <laughs> in addition to YouTube, uh, we've got stuff.co, New Zealand, NZ, uh, Daily Mail, as well as, uh, I cannot pronounce it, it starts with an O, Times, like local newspapers, largely. Oh, it's pronounced that. I think it was Otigo? Otago. Otigo. Otigo. Okay. So, uh, Gloria Vale in New Zealand, uh, it's comprised of approximately 90 families, uh, but more than 500 congregants. It's more than 50% children. Oh, no. Oh, what? So, the group was founded in 1969 by a man named Neville Cooper. So, he was an Australian-born evangelist slash preacher, and he was invited to preach in New Zealand and basically got here and was like, no, nah, I'm a stay. Like, just... I'm going to stay here and found oh, so a church. Oh, so he's really into yoga? Yeah, exactly. Namaste? Namaste. Aye. Aye, ye. Oh, ye. Uh, so he founded what at first became known as the Springbank Christian Community uh, near Christchurch in New Zealand. It was on the east side of the island. Um, this community eventually grew too big for the property. Uh, the members bought land on the west coast of New Zealand and shifted everything over there over a period from 1991 to 1995. So it took them between four and five years to move everything. Uh, they That's named... like a whole Tupac Biggie rap beef right I there. I know, right That's there. the same timeline, I think. It's high school. Imagine if you spent all of high school moving things across an island. Oh, boy. Uh, they <laughs> named their new property in the Hopuri-Piri Valley, uh, Gloria Vale, and established the Gloria Vale Christian community. Uh, the property is about 60 kilometers. I don't know how far that is. Um, a... a grip of miles uh it's about 42 kangaroos right there sure 42 roos uh <laughs> inland from Greymouth, 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 on the west side of the island so um here's the thing about gloria vale christian community it is set in one of the most beautiful places on earth. Like, if you look at pictures of the land surrounding it, it's gorgeous. It's kind of got, like, these kind of green hills and, like, a lagoon kind of lakey thing, but then also kind of jungles near it. It's it's 
gorgeous. It is absolutely beautiful. It's in uh, New Zealand, right? New Zealand, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, one of the things that New Zealand is like known for is being just fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just a beautiful place. It's yeah. also uh, where the hobbits are from. You know what? Up until this point, I was pretty sure that it was all hobbits. So I was <laughs> surprised to see regular sized people in these photos. <laughs> I was pretty sure that it was all hobbits and then uh, the Flight of the Concords people. And then, <laughs> and then whatever that guy that, that goes, uh, I know he's dead. I was going to say, both of our Australian impressions pretty much sound like Rice Darby. Well, the thing that sucks is my Australian accent is... It's Mikey Melios. It's Mikey Melios. That, that is what it is. It's fellow comedian Mikey Melios who's lived in... He's, he's got he like a... He was also the one on our uh, our Way Down Workshop episode where he was fasting all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't like all these weights, so I'm just going to fist. My name's Mikey Melios. I'm going to go to Macca's. Pretty close. If you know Mike Emilios, it is a spot-on impression of him yeah. and his particular semi-drunken accent. It's, so. Yeah, it's it's an it's an Australian accent that's got a slight Greek accent with it, which he picked up from his family, and then he's been living in America for so long, America for so America? long, uh, that he's got like a slight American accent. Can't do one outright. His American accent is going. Uh, or I'm a big old American boy. That's, <laughs> that's dead on what he said. He, he sounds like John Wayne having an aneurysm. <laughs> um, but so it's a very specific one. So when I'm doing it, I'm not doing you guys. I'm doing a spot on An impression familiar. of one person we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so originally it was known by some outsiders as the Cooperites, named after their leader, Neville Cooper. Uh, the group rejects this name. They don't like it, and they refer to themselves only as Christians. Not as Coopers? Not as Coopers. Uh. Um, So members of the community live um, what we have covered on other episodes, pretty standard, quote-unquote, fundamentalist Christian life. They're very similar to a lot of other um, organizations we've covered, specifically in They Try to Emulate... The early church, which we covered last week. Oh, yeah. The brethren. So they take the fun right out of fundamentalism. Exactly. <laughs> they put the mental in fundamental. Um, they, they put the mist in stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> oh, did you see what happened to that joke? Oh, no. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they, much like the 12 tribes, also follow Acts 2. 241 through 47. This is a super, super common passage. Sister Acts or which Acts is that? <laughs> um, Acts is the second book written by Luke, who was a doctor. And yeah, he it's he's a pretty interesting disciple Sounds in like the New ass. Testament. I'm Luke. I'm a doctor. Well, the reason it's called Acts, it's supposed to refer to it's supposed to chronicle the Acts of the Apostles following Jesus's death. Oh, I thought it was telling the story of what happened after Jesus found Axe body spray. <laughs> and he was just like, why can I, I can't be the Lord's son if I'm crushing all these women. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, did you guys smell this new frankincense flavor? It's weird tangent. God, it is a flavor because you taste it in your so mouth. It's palpable. Uh, so Axe. 241 through 47. Those who accepted this message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. 
They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All of the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to everyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the flavor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So part of the reason that this gets used a lot is because it seems to justify commune living. Um, it neglects the rest of the book and some of the other you know, chapters, which highlight the fact that during this time in history, the early church was kind of like we referenced in the Brethren last week, being persecuted and on the run. Mm -hmm. So in part, they kind of had to share everything. Yeah. Um, so it's more a chronicle of what happened. It's not necessarily bad, um, as we'll kind of see as we get through this episode. This is kind of a weird situation in which it's a fairly successful commune. Okay. Uh, with some dicey problems. When you say okay, when you say fairly successful commune, do you mean like successful in that they have a lot of members, or do you mean successful in that the thing that they set out to do works? It's more that the thing that they set out to do works. Okay. However, the price of it working is very steep. Mm, yeah. Shadowing. Uh, Blood sacrifice? Uh, I mean, kind of in a way. Damn. Okay. Uh, the community earns its income from several different businesses, including they have their own dairy. So they make milk, cheese, etc. You would think that would make us I like I mean, them, I'm pretty stoked about that I'm excited part. for cheese always. Yeah. I'm... Um, they also manufacture gardening products but one of their and they have deer and sheep farms um but one of their biggest ventures they have an airstrip and an airline company that charters small flights or scenic flights through new zealand huh so basically if you want to see all the cool shit around new zealand these people will fly you there and fly you over it in kind of smaller planes I mean that's pretty cool. It's it's yeah. unique for sure. It's it is for sure. Like I thought you were gonna say they were like, uh, oh yeah, we've got like orange deli. It's our thing. <laughs> orange deli. <laughs> orange deli. That's actually we've got deli yellow. Everything's backwards down here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this is kind of like if yellow deli instead of opening like a series of restaurants was just like. What if we bought planes? Well, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, cults regularly try and get modes of transportation. Jim Jones had, like, a fleet of 16 buses. Uh, of course, Manson had all those goddamn dune buggies. Um, like, people like to have that. So I think having the planes and well, then... Well, here's the interesting. These planes aren't big enough to carry all of them. These yeah. are small, like... One, two, four-seater planes. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeez, that's even weird. They do have the fleet of Peugeots, which is... Peugeots are fairly expensive cars. Yeah, Puto and cars, yeah. Very different. They are they are French, specifically. They're one of the few uh, motor cars still manufactured in France. Mm, um, fun fact about Peugeot, their company started out making milling and grinding materials, so they make some of the best pepper mills. Grinding, like, uh, grinding spices or grinding, like, boow, boow. Spices. Wow. 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 Wow.
So, um, yeah, so, but they're small, like, tour planes, and then they do have the expensive cars. We'll get to kind of where the cars come from a little bit later. Okay. But um, that's, those are their main forms of uh, receiving money. So they don't necessarily take donations. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have businesses, and then they pool all of the revenue from the businesses to take care of the community. And I believe it's one of those things where it's like, because they're living a commune lifestyle the employees work for free. Yes, they do not make any money. Okay, but they get the benefits of having the money. They, yeah, they have a place to stay and they have food and clothes. Okay. Communist. But they do not make any money, but that is a problem later on. I'll, I'll okay. get to it. Donations, okay. more like don't nations, am well, I right? Oh. Hey, here's the thing. Like, okay. they, yeah, they don't get them. Um, people do sell everything they have to join, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily actively recruiting. Okay. Like, they kind of are, but they're not. But they grow very fast. So here's a quick uh, primer on what they believe. They're pretty similar to most fundamentalist pseudo-Christian sects that we've covered on the show. Uh, They change their names often to two adjectives to describe their relationship with God. So the leader uh, changed his name to Hopeful Christian, which we covered. Um, There's another one that changed his name to Fervent Steadfast. Are you sure they're changing it to what they are and not just using a Wu-Tang name generator? I mean, I don't think so, except that it would be like a pilgrim name generator. Oh. I mean, it's closer to Goody Proctor than Fat Dominator or whatever gotcha. mine was. It's really Rough weird Dominators. that they have uh, Hopeful Christian, Fervent, Devote... Steadfast. Uh, steadfast. There was one named Jubilant. And then uh, one who just goes by Childish Gambino. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's very strange. And there's another one that just dresses like a clown and wears a clock necklace. We're not really sure. Is that a juggalo yeah, crossover? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's that's not. What's his name? Um, you mean Shaggy Two Dope or Fat J? No, I'm sorry, not Fat J. Violent J. Violent J. Oh, you're thinking of Fat Joe. I'm thinking of Fat Joe, but yeah. it's Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. Oh my Tudo. God! If Fat Joe was a juggalo, <laughs> oh my God! That'd be oh. amazing. I make it rain. I make it rain. I make it rain. That Fago. Oh my God! And it... then Clown Shanti is next to him. Yes. yes. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. I know you're listening with genuine right now. Yes. I plead my case. Join. I see Pete. You would be unstoppable. Family. Okay, so unrelated to Juggalos. uh, Men and women have strict clothing requirements and all clothes are made on site. Okay, so it's like last week. Very much, except that they're clothing 500 people and they do it really well, actually. Um, Their clothing style, I, I can really only describe them as like Dowdy Sea Org. Which I realize does not necessarily Wait. translate for everyone that doesn't live in Los Angeles. In yeah. Los Angeles, we see Sea Org members all the time. Yeah. Sea Org? I don't think I've seen The Sea Org. Really? You've definitely seen one, if, even if you didn't know what it was. Yeah. So they're the Scientologists, and they always have, like, blue, like a navy blue pants, a navy blue vest, and then light blue shirts. They are the, the poorer members who get by off of doing the bidding of the richer members. Yeah, the AA or the AO. Yeah. Do you, do you know the... um? Do you know the uh, the Rock and Roll Ralphs by uh, by Next Stage on Hollywood? I used to live across the street from the Rock no. and Roll Ralphs. The there's a, that Ralphs by Next Stage that's open twenty four yeah, hours, yeah. at um, usually around three in the morning mm-hmm. on some days. It's flooded with those people. Yeah, they're Why? just there because they buy groceries for all of the other Scientologists. They go. Oh, um, and they go late at night so yeah. that they don't have to. They also, if you yeah. ever drive down Fountain going towards Silver Lake, um, you'll see them on bikes 
patrolling the street behind the big blue Scientology Center. That's yeah. weird. And if you pause too long in your car, they'll roll up next to you. It's creepity creeps. Yeah. What, um, I, what I do to counteract that is I just, I'm a huge Mexican in a car playing rap music, and they, yeah. they don't really do that. <laughs> I, I have just, like, stared them down, and they've ridden away. It's pretty yeah. great. Um, the you other that sword, brah? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't, they don't have weapons. They're just on bikes and stern with pamphlets. Oh, a bike's not a weapon now? <laughs> um, so they're kind of like that, just a little more retro. Uh, I think I'd also describe it as kind of plain Disneyland employees. <laughs> Like, like the ones that aren't attached to a specific land. They're just kind of in and around Main Street, mm. where it's just solid colors, but somehow also costumey. Kind of like if you could dress as like modern nautical pilgrims. <laughs> That's kind of what this looks like. So I can really like it's it's pretty rough, except like I said, they're all made by the members of the community. Um, so couples um, are encouraged. They're they are encouraged to get married. Um, mm-hmm. The little girls are bred to think that's their highest calling. Um, they... You mean... Okay. They do not use birth control. Oh, man. It is against the rules of the, com- of the commune to use birth control. Families with 13 children or more are not uncommon. Oh. So when mm. I said that it was more than half children, that's that upsetting. is why... Do they count pulling out as birth control? They do. Oh. Boy. Yeah. That's so much fucking in pregnancy. Yeah. That's I, almost uncomfortable. Well, and we'll get to how uncomfortable it can get a little bit later I on. had an aunt that had 18 children. It's also not good for you. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, she lived to be 96, and she was pretty dope the whole time. I mean, so. that's good for her. There's, It can cause a lot of health problems the more... Well, yeah, like especially if you're not birth. receiving adequate nutrition. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Osteoporosis is a bitch. Yeah, yeah, health is one thing. I was just thinking about having 18 fucking kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and also think about There is a school on site, so your kids are in school, and then we'll get to some other stuff about kids later. But oh, boy. Uh, essentially, like, I'm, I'm just the given in the sense that giving birth is hard on your body. Like, doing it... My mom has only has two kids, and there are still after effects from her having two kids so times that by 18 jesus like at a certain point these women must just be constantly peeing their pants just constantly (laughs) just no kegels can help what is going on here um so i wonder if i was a c-section i feel like i had to be i was a big old boy i was gonna say i feel really bad for your ma yeah because she's not that She's kind of tiny, yeah? Yeah, she's kind of tiny. Also, shuts up to my mom. Losing a bunch of weight. I just saw my mom. She's, like, super skinny now. She just ran, like, a 5K the other day. Like, one to do it. And then the other day, like, I slept at her house. And then I woke up. And I was like, why are you up? And she was like, oh, I just ran 5K. And I was like, oh, there was a 5K? She's like, nope. I just did that shit. Oh, shit. So, fucking, yeah. I love you, mom. I love you so much. There you go. Um, So, men in the community often work with multiple companies that the company runs. So the dairy and the airline, um, they train boys to be airline engineers. So they actually learn how hmm. to perform maintenance on the planes. That, that part for me was actually super that's cool. Dope. Cause that's, that's a skill. Cool. <laughs> like that's actually, yeah, it's also a, a skill that's useful outside of this particular way. Right. Which is pretty rare. Yeah. Um, women are allowed to have one of four jobs and often multiples of these four. They can be, uh, they can work in the kitchen, Typically, the younger women work in the kitchen. Um, uh, they can also work in cleaning, 
childcare slash prepping for cooking and occasionally they can be secretaries for the businesses but only a small handful get typing is hard (laughs) they are now i will say they are taught to read and write in school like they go to school as long as you know as well as the boys do Um, but no one gets paid all the profits from the businesses pay for the group at large when members leave they literally have no money to their name Mm -hmm. and they've been out of the workforce for the entire time that they've been in the cult and unless you were one of the ones that worked either as a secretary or as an airline engineer, you have literally no life skills. Well, this is, this is something else is, cause this is, this is modern, right? This is current. This is current. So here's my thought process. I don't know how it is in New Zealand other than my, I know that I got the accent down. I know that. I know that okay. I'm perfect. I know we did. Ah, oh, yeah. Anyway. Nope. nope. Uh, I, despite what everyone says, I know it's perfect, but in America, it's so hard to get a job. So imagine being qualified for something as intricate as a plane maintenance guy. Mm-hmm. But then your training is so specific that you don't have any formal actual training that you can call exactly. on. Exactly. You have no yeah. verification for that training. You also, what yeah. are you going to do? You can't, you, if you leave the cult, you're excommunicated. You have no reference. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, yeah, you have that skill, but you, it's like you don't. It's as exactly. good as you don't. It's yeah. as good as you not having any skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most children are born at home. Death during childbirth is not wildly uncommon, but it's also a little bit different than 12 tribes in that they don't stop you from going to the hospital or, or receiving medical help. Okay. They just only employ like medical professionals when it's a traumatic or dangerous pregnancy. But because they live so far out, there have been occasions where people have given birth in the van on the way to the hospital. Take a plane. Well, you could <laughs> die from the altitude at that point. Oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You're not supposed to fly, definitely not during childbirth, but usually not within a month or so of your delivery. Okay. All right. Here yeah. we go. Here's, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Women. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, but that's typically one of the only times that they'll see doctors. They do have nurses or women that kind of serve as nurses or uh-huh. midwives on site. But that's usually the extent of the medical help out within the confines of the community. Hmm. Um, So as I said, this is one of those instances where communism kind of works. The community is self-sustaining. People aren't going hungry. People have clothes. They are provided for. There is a school that actually does teach them stuff, although it is very conservative and teaches them fundamentalist gender roles and no exception thereof. Um... But remember when I told you that they were more than half comprised of children? Yeah. And that somehow all of this work has to cover all those people? Oh, no. Children start work as young as the age of five. No. They do still go to school. They'll work after and before school. I mean, that's similar to anyone that's grown up on a farm. Right. But Um, this is different. This is like commercial work. Because they're, they're... they're, um... Do they have an agent, or how do they... <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's also, I mean, when you're working at the age of five on a farm, you're, like, collecting eggs. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. it'd be small tasks. For sure. Uh, at we five, mean... you could start work in the kitchen, preparing food for over 500 people. 
Oh, hey, kid, get in this airplane. I need your small, tiny hands to get this diddly motor clean. You, you could start working the dairy, milking cows, caring for cows. And remember, you would do it before and after. So you would work for a few hours starting early in the morning. You'd go to school. And then after school, you'd work late into the evening. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I didn't even do homework after school. My, yeah. my mom grew up on a dairy farm, and she said she had to be up at like four in the morning and mm. then she wouldn't go to sleep again till midnight so she slept like four hours yeah. her entire high school which explains so much but oh yeah. my god yeah she mm. like barely slept mm-hmm. so but think of all the cheese <laughs> so much it's almost worth it if you don't <laughs> if you don't consider anything it's really worth it right yeah. uh girls were married off young so basically as soon as you have your period within a couple years oh i can be married maid. off <laughs> Um, they often don't have a choice in who they are married to, and their husbands are often older. Sometimes they do have a choice. Sometimes people meet up and they fall in love. And Not every single marriage is arranged. In fact, they, the leaders of the cult argue that none of the marriages are arranged, and yet many girls who have come out disagree <laughs> and so have you stories. S- you say that as soon as they have their first period, they are married off. No, 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 no. That, at, just at that point, you would become eligible, if that makes sense. Very few of them get <sighs> married that young, but it's not surprising to see them married by 18. Okay. This is... I don't... I'm sorry if this is a weird way to ask. Generally speaking, at least for boys, puberty begins at, like, double digits. Generally. 10 to, like, 13 is the normal age range What's the normal age range for women? I was 11. 11 to 14. I didn't have my first period until I was 13, I think. Okay. So yeah. I was kind of yeah, older. I was a full-on C-cup by 11 and had my first period at 11. Oh, well, I didn't have a period, but same, C-cup at yeah, 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but imagine 11-year-olds. Yeah, no, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not okay to think of them in that way. Right. Yeah. They're babies. Now, like I said, they are rarely married off that young, but they yeah. are married off young. Girls, not necessarily guys. Guys get married in their early 20s to girls who are teenagers. Awkward. <sighs> yeah. Hey, every dude in America that hangs out at their high school for several years after you graduate, looks like you found your home, huh? You creeps. So, uh, the Daily Mail covered interviews I'll with... just cut that all out. No, 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 leave that, because that's true. Oh, okay. um, they they covered a couple different interviews with people who've left the cult, um, and they claimed that Gloria Vale's men are groomed to have sex with underage girls because everyone marries underage girls. Um, she also, one of the... Um, what do you mean groomed to have sex? Like, is it kind of like church doctrine that, like, it's okay? Or, like, how are they... I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Is it going to be, like, a shooting range? Like, you, you train to shoot, but then it's just, like, pictures of women? It's going to and... be way weirder than that. Okay, because uh, what I said was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. So, one of the women that they interviewed said, and I don't necessarily agree with this sentiment, but this is just her words... Um, a 23-year-old is not necessarily totally culpable for his actions because he's been groomed for it. And here's what she says. Here's why she says that. Um, so she says that 
Uh, she doesn't doubt that many of the stories of sexual abuse are true. She says that she herself was never abused, uh, but her best friend was in a relationship with a man in his 20s when she was 15. Um, That's not okay. She said that she left when she was 15 and she was a stripper within weeks because she had no value in herself, oh which is, God. first of all, some strippers choose it. It's not necessarily an indicator of value. But a 15-year-old stripper, that is some dark times. Yeah. <laughs> that is not consenting. That's not cool. She said sex was viewed very differently there. Uh, all of these children grow up sharing a bedroom with their parents, and you're there when your parents are having sex. So what? they don't see it as a gross thing. That's disgusting. That's really weird. That's even weird. Well, so this is something that I, I've uh, I've read about with, like, uh, I do a lot of research into the serial killers and stuff like that, but then also... Um, information that is on like different podcasts but when you grow up on like farms and stuff and you watch like animals fuck and it's just like a thing that you're like aware of and it's like oh that's just things that things do it they fuck and then they make kids mm-hmm. it like changes your way of the viewing of sex so imagine if not just you're watching the animals fuck but your parents are yeah. just fucking it's mm-hmm. Gotta change the way that sex is in your head, like, forever. Well, and here's the thing, too. The rules of the commune state that it should only happen between within marriage. Yeah. So, so there's it, celibacy, almost. Yes. Okay. Uh, so um, even, like, non-sexual contact between the genders was is not necessarily... in. It's not encouraged, for Come sure. Come on, girl. I just want a high five. Come <laughs> on. Um, so two twin sisters that escaped um one was shunned and kept in the isolation hut at 14 for having a relationship with a boy hold the fuck on isolation hut isolation hut Uh, is that jabba the Hutt's shitty little brother no it's it's literally a hut out in the middle of the fucking you know forest or whatever i figured i just Um, wanted it to not be she's a witch banner so child abuse was not unusual um fathers would beat their children for no all the time for no reason um oftentimes in front of their friends to make an example of them um oh in front of their kids friends yeah okay mm-hmm they're like, hey jerry come over here look at this i'm gonna beat the fuck <laughs> out of my kid watch this shit jesus yeah um so unfortunately in i believe 2016 a 14 year old girl with down syndrome died in the isolation hut when she choked on a piece of beef schnitzel and no one could get to her they did they did yeah um if by any chance you happen to be overweight as a teenage girl uh they would force them to fast because and and the person who determined whether or not you were overweight is the leader is hopeful Christian. So, so like an 80 year old man telling 14 year old girls that they need to fast because they're overweight. What about overweight boys? Nothing. Um, for girls, misogyny bitch. The entire community is told to insult them. Oh no. On purpose. Yeah. But imagine how good they would be at roast battle. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> just the whole community so of just, Keith Carries. Just a bunch of me's and Keith Carries. <laughs> Oh my god, just like yes. Start their own them. cult later and they're just like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically how that happens. Um so I would listen to that podcast. <laughs> oh my god, right? Uh so part of the reason another reason that there is a very warped sense of sexual health within this community, um, some escaped members 
referenced the leader, Hopeful Christian, holding sexual demonstrations for members where he would demonstrate techniques, oftentimes with younger girls. Oh, my God. Uh, with or without their consent. Um, like I would say underage you, girls? If you're underage, you don't have the ability to yeah, get consent in that Yeah, I would say even... Like, it didn't say exactly how old people were, but I'm going to invoke the level of power dynamics and say that none of these people consented of their full will. So, but this is the thing that gets me, though, is, like, if their rules are sex only within the confines of marriage, but you're doing this, like, demonstration, is that outside the confines of marriage? The leader doesn't have the rules apply to him in the same way. Is that how this cult... This cult is very stratified. As well, so there are leaders and elders, and because so many, there are so many children of leaders and elders who then become leaders and elders. Yeah. Nepotism runs rampant. There, there was also last week we covered um, the the brethren, and it was something that I brought up because it is so rare that the leaders practice what they preach. Yeah, that almost never happens no. in cults. Yeah, so that 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 was a rare example. This is like they can tell you do this, but it's almost always do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, and in this case, you essentially have a ruling class yeah. in this cult where. If you're related to the leader, if you're a descendant of the leader, you have a lot more pull than people who just joined the cult. Um, So it was actually pretty interesting. I highly recommend listening to the TED Talk given by um, one of Hopeful Christian's granddaughters on YouTube. It's listed under, um, I escaped from a cult or my life in a cult. It was heaven and hell. And she does a great job of explaining a lot of the happy times that she had in this cult and combining it with the reasons why she had to leave. She describes some pretty terrible abuse. Um, she describes one of her teachers beating, like physically with fists, beating up a class clown. Um, Jesus. Yeah. And the teacher did not get in trouble. The class clown did. And the worst part was the class clown with bruises went, I get no respect. No, no respect. respect. I'm um, just imagining if that class clown was Mondo as a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, teach. I was definitely a class clown and uh, uh, Hocus Pocus. Was one it was a song that I heard as a kid, and I was like, "This is good." Yes. Uh, so something else they do, and I have a picture of this. Uh, oh, when, what? Okay, so first of all, all Sorry. their west wedding dresses is pink. Uh, I can really get behind that. I'm a fan. As like- as someone who is going to have a very pink wedding, <gasps> I'm super on Yay! board. It'll it'll be dope. Uh, so in this picture, and I'll post it. Uh, probably on Instagram and maybe in the Facebook group. Um, a newly married couple is being carried on like a, I get like a portable bed, I guess, with heart shaped. Now I can't see this picture. So when you say carried, do you mean lifted or do you mean they spilled a bunch of blood on them at prom? A. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're being carried. It's like a litter, right? Yeah. To the consummation room. Oh, for what? them to lose their virginity. They should have called other. it the fuck palace. The fact I that know. they didn't. Um, and if you look at this picture, you'll see the whole community. Oh is no! Is the community gonna watch them fuck? I don't think so. Oh god, God, I hope not. That would be horrible. That would be crazy. Talk about 
the performance anxiety. The, <laughs> only, <laughs> the only good thing about this that I can possibly think of is from the dude's perspective as he's being lifted through. He's like, you know what I'm about to do? Hey, hey Michael. Hey. hey, John. And then he gets They're in there. They're also like making out on this portable bed in front of the whole community. It's real rough. Um, so here's, yeah, I've also got a picture of some of the girls swimming. They swim in their full clothes. So there is a pool as part of the community. That's, oh, that's a really nice pool. That's kind of dangerous, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's actually, your legs could get tangled, you could drown. Um, so the church has been investigated for sexual abuse twice. Um, that's it? First in 1995, um, when... They actually, so Neville Cooper was first charged in 1994 um, on, I believe, six counts of abuse, um, and it was appealed in 1995, um, and it was reduced. He did, he was charged with three counts um, and was jailed for about a year and then was back. Neville Cooper is a hopeful Christian, right? Hopeful Christian. He passed away just this past May. Oh, boy. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago at the age of 92. He died of cancer. Oh, yeah. He's dead. He's dead. They were investigated again in 2017. And um, so they were investigated by charity services, which is a little bit... Like, we don't necessarily have a version of that in the United States. What I could figure out and please if you're from New Zealand let me know if I'm wrong because I was a little confused um kind of as if you had a like uh, like a group that would investigate churches and other groups like this specifically for malfeasance maybe it's it it almost to me sounds like a mix of like social services and somebody making sure that that somebody in this position is not like corrupting their power but also i don't know it's 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 very it's not something we have but maybe something we need although what was it what was it called charity services charity services um so they did not issue an official warning but they did give them 18 actions the church must take um, I'm not going to read all 18 because they're a little excessive, but I did highlight some ones that I think are very um, important and useful. Um, oh. Okay. So, do you have more? Yeah. Um, so, ch- charity services is... All right. Charity services seems to be a branch of the government that we don't have here. Right. It's a government department that is uh, formerly known as the Charities Commission, um, established with the Charities Act of 2005, and it seems to be committed to solving community social challenges uh, faced by nonprofit organizations and making sure that anything that claims nonprofit is on the up and up. Oh, so it's a branch of the government we really fucking need. Yeah. Is what you're For saying? Real, and it's something that, like I said, it was it was made in 2005. Damn. So it okay. might be in retaliation to stuff that was happening like this in New Zealand. Probably, and also the family, which was yeah close by as well. Exactly. Um. So, um, just some of the ones that you, I found interesting, um, because they do require shunning and disconnection from your family members upon leaving the cult 
So a lot of the rules govern that and basically say you can't keep family members from contacting each other and things like that. Uh, but it also says things like all personal documents such as passports, birth certificates, and proof of earnings need to be provided to the members. Which means that at some point they didn't have access to their personal identification. Which is fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's just so problematic. Very. Um, also, a policy to detail how they deal with any complaint of physical assault or sexual assault needs to be formalized. They currently have no policies. Hmm. Um, also, before members of the community sign the commitment document, so they have a commitment document. I couldn't find a copy of it, but I imagine it's similar to the one that the Sea Org signs, just judging by their outfits. Um, <laughs> but before members of the community sign the commitment document, they will meet with a lawyer to receive clear legal advice as to what it means to give their consent by signing. And all members of the community will be aware of whether or not they have a bank account and bank accounts can only be opened by the individual attending a bank branch in person and producing identification. So that means they were opening bank accounts in people's names without them knowing. That's so there are people up. that don't know that they have bank accounts, which could mean that they could, in the eyes of the state, be like, yeah, of course we're paying everybody. Yeah. But then they all use that money. You know how you solve this problem? You be real vain like me and you Google yourself all the time. Then I you find too. it. There yeah. you go. Well, not all of them have access to computers. Pretty much yeah. only the people working in the offices of secretaries. You know what else doesn't have access to computers? That joke I just made. <laughs> Um, so additionally, they, um, they made a comment in response to these changes that they were given, that they were supposed to make. Uh, and they just said, we don't have to make changes. They're happy what we're doing. We're working together in a positive, happy relationship. Suck it, bitch. So they're not going to make any of those changes. Does that mean they get fined or what are the consequences? Because it was not official, an official warning. There were no consequences. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me so mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a police investigation into more sexual abuse allegations is ongoing. They're, they're currently still around. Fervent has kind of uh, accepted leadership. He was one of the kind of right-hand men, elders, Yeah. with Neville. Um, it's really interesting if you watch the TED Talk. <laughs> Neville's granddaughter in the TED Talk... Um, at one point had a crush on Fervent's son. And so it's very interesting to hear kind of her accounting of the family dynamics at play. Um, there's also, I do kind of want to include it since we've got some time. Um, they make videos, first of all, defending themselves, but also trying to encourage people to come to the commune. So I actually will play one for you right now. Come die in childbirth. Yeah, pretty much. It's a tough sell. They also sing a lot. This isn't a bad song so far. They um, learn. They start learning musical instruments and singing from first grade. By the time they graduate, many of them can play two to three to five instruments and sing. It wasn't. It wasn't as as. Um dedicated as that but i had a similar upbringing where yeah. it was just like i was taught how to play stuff early on and i think it was good yeah the people that glory of vile are my life here's the other thing too 
and I'm just realizing it looking at this, um, their dining hall looks like a rainforest cafe. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> but if you look around, it's a gorgeous place. There's like a ton of stuff. These are modern houses. They're not living yeah. in poverty. Um, it looks almost more like a resort camp than anything. That's what I noticed from the pool. I mean, despite yeah. all the kids in their clothing. Yeah, and which I mean, is the more kids, like a Motel Six. Right. But. The kids have all the all women must keep their heads covered is another thing. Oh. Do the women ever cut their hair? I don't believe so. Because it looks like they've never cut their hair. Yeah. So, and you'll see them playing basketball. Like there's playgrounds and everything. Like. There is stuff to do, and it's interesting listening to the TED Talk. It doesn't sound like a wildly terrible existence. However, with child labor and brides of young ages, it's not hard to see why people leave. Yeah. And they do have mixed classes in school, which I was kind of surprised by, but they do. Yeah, me too. Until they grow older, at which point you'll notice all girls, all guys... They do eventually split them up. They have a very biblically regimented school. But they do learn music, math, other stuff too. They do meth? Yeah, all <laughs> kinds of meth. When did this, uh, when did they start? 1969. 1969, okay. Yeah. So this is, this is what's really interesting is on this week and last week, we covered things that I believe uh, share principles with the Jesus movement. A lot of that music playing mm -hmm. is, is huge, as well as the return to early Christian life. And last week, you see a situation where it's like... Well, and remember, this is not in America. Yeah. You know, so it's not necessarily subject to the same social... Yeah. It was also know. the Jesus movement was, was part of America, but also part of, like, Europe, and then spreading to different parts of the world with different stuff. It's also just interesting to see, like... The cult we covered last week was terrible because they suppressed children, mm -hmm. they suppressed how you should feel, they suppressed fun, um, but they were good because they weren't taking advantage of their people, mm -hmm. they were trying to help everyone, and they were the leader practiced what he preached. This one, you can have fun, you can fall in love, you can find somebody, you go to school, you learn a trade, but they're also fucking you over and being horrible people. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see two different things with the same belief system divvying directly well, a and lot. Well, remember, too, so they started in 1969. They didn't move to this commune until 1991, mm -hmm. were the first people to arrive there. I do love this with all the toast and the giant vats in the kitchen, but look at this girl. She's... 10, 11. Um, in one of the interviews, there's a 10-year-old girl responsible for filling ketchup bottles. That's not terrible. Except that there's like 100 ketchup bottles. Oh, no. Yeah. That is terrible. Yeah. And then you'll look at do women they believe that just do the laundry. In monogamy? Yes, they do. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the worst part is they don't even use ketchup. It's just all Marmite. Ooh. It looked like ketchup. It was tomato something. Marmite. No, Marmite's like brown black. Yeah, Marmite. No, this stuff was red. No, it was Marmite. It was not Marmite. Yep, it was Marmite. You weren't even watching the video. Yep, yeah, it was Marmite. So look, they're making a wedding dress because it's the pink. Oh, wow. That's so weird. It's a nice day for a pink wedding. Hmm. Oh, they have a computer. So she's one of the ones that works as a secretary, but you'll notice she's breastfeeding while working as a secretary, which, hey, that's very progressive. Very progressive. Get to it. I also love how old these computers are. Yeah. Cause, I mean, yeah. I guess they're not watching porn or, you know, fucking with self. I mean, 
You don't need porn when your parents do it for you. Yeah, am I right? I hope They're working not. in construction. God. They've got the dairy. And they've oh, got a I very modern cows. dairy. Yeah, they're cute. But look, that kid was like 11, 12. Yeah. So this is the gardening thing that they do. By which, gardening, they mean manure. Yeah, yeah, and chemicals and stuff like that. Wood shavings. But they're all dressed like like Sea Org members while they do it. Because even their like coveralls match the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Which I find really interesting. But you'll watch, like, look, they're create they're building new buildings. Right. So if you're curious about kind of how big these airplanes are, they're smaller. Okay. Yeah, they're they're like they're not they're they're the little car little sized ones. ones. Called yeah, passenger little planes. Yeah. Just little uh biplanes, biplanes. Yeah. And they also fix all their own cars and everything on site. The planes are by it's also very progressive. <laughs> um, Goes both ways, to and from, am I right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. It's really rough for me watching some of this because a lot of these like the parts with the families interacting, I'm like, okay, aside from matching outfits and being practically imprisoned. This looks a lot like parts of my childhood that were very pleasant, and I don't have bad things to say about, but I also was not married off to a creepy older dude. Yeah, and people weren't just shitting on you for... For being fat. Yeah, it's like... Not to my face. Man, inbreeding <sighs> is going to be I still do roast battle. Like, clearly yeah, yeah, yeah. it happened a bit. <laughs> That's fair. Same here, so it's fine. Yeah. So... Very, very interesting. So, thank you again to everyone who sent us this cults because this is very interesting to dive into especially as kind of a counterpoint for last week yeah yeah and especially thanks to uh james g which james i can g. only assume that the g stands for gangsta yeah sure why not mm-hmm. james gangster fantastic wait what phenomenal. Is phenomenal. 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 g is for phenomenal <laughs> james g baby and the g is for a bunch of jit <laughs> um so yeah again thank you please keep sending in your cults Sometimes it'll take us a while. In this case, almost a year uh, for a cult that I'm going to cover in August. Literally pretty much a full year (laughs) will have passed from the time that I got an email about that one. Um, We will eventually get to them and we do love the suggestions. So please keep sending them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Keep on coming. Yeah. And if you want to contact us, send us cults, anything, uh, cultpodcastshow at gmail.com is the way to do it. You can also get us on social media at... Cult Podcast Show at Twitter. And Cult Podcasts on Instagram. You can also join the Facebook group. It's a poppin'. It's super fun. Oh, yeah. It's really Please good. Please join it. Um, there's also a Facebook page as well, but the Facebook group is more fun, I would yeah, say. Yeah. The Facebook group is a good place to get together with other people um, that like the show, that have similar interests as you, that share a lot of funny memes. And also, if you want to get in contact with us, I literally always have that motherfucking thing on me. Not my gun, my phone. Yeah. And uh, and so, like, if you send something, you ask a question, anything like that, you'll get a almost instantaneous response from almost everyone on the show it's also a great place to link up with other cult podcast fans that live near you that maybe you didn't know before so there you go um link up with enough and maybe we'll come do a live show near you oh yeah definitely um as for meetups though if you're in the san diego area on july 3rd for the muller she wrote meetup or if you're just in san diego right around 5 36 across the street before the show we'll be at don carlos burritos 
Don Carlos Taco Shop in La Jolla, California, yeah. for some dank ass California burritos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting two. One for now, and then one to. I, I was gonna say save, but that's not gonna. Those happen. might be the first potatoes I eat. Oh. <laughs> after leaving the hospital. It's. So. I'm gonna be honest. It's a. It's worth it. Yeah. It's uh, worth it. There we go. I'll like hold out for Don Carlos. Yeah. Post hospital potatoes. Post hospital potatoes. I was gonna hold out for the pirate festival that I went to this past weekend, uh, but then there were no good potatoes there, so fuck them. I was like, I I'm saving I'm, myself for the best potato, the one potato that's meant for me. You're the potato for virgin. Potato. Yeah. Also, <laughs> potato I was going to say you said, uh, but there was like no good potatoes. There's no such thing as a bad potato. I just, they just didn't really have potatoes. It just that's like fair. wasn't really doing it for See, me. See, like when I went to the Renaissance Fair a couple years ago, they had this thing where they would spiral cut potatoes, deep fry them, and then cut, cover them in like cheese sauce, sour cream, bacon bits. And I would be buried in those. Yeah. Like, that's worth it. Like, the I would fake like, my death to have those yeah, in exactly. my exactly. Um, but no, Don Carlos uh, Chris cut fries in his California burrito. Oh my God, so good. Definitely worth it. And if you want to know what to order ahead of time, go to eataburrito.com. Not sponsoring go. us, just good burritos. Exactly. If you want to send us uh, something that's not an email, something physical. Send like, us a burrito. Yeah. If you want to send me a burrito that'll be moldy and soggy by the time you get here, I will still eat it. Uh, you can go ahead and send that and a whole multitude of other things to our address at 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237. Like, like The, the Shining. Shining. Los Angeles, California, 90065. Send us those burritos doused in titty blood. Blah, be blah. Great. Yeah, titty blah, blood blah, is blah. actually red sauce. Little known fact. <laughs> That's oh, why it's so hot. Yeah. Tichiladas. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> um, if you like my dumb voice, you can follow me at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. If you like my dumb everything, or even if you hate it and you want to talk shit to me, uh, go ahead and follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff, M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff. Uh, those will have all my show dates and everything like that as well. So that's a good place to keep in touch. And if you like me, you should follow me at all the things at Sundress Comic, or also check out my podcast, Andrea Loves Everybody, where I interview people about love and relationships, including these dope people well what yeah so for this one i'm gonna say don't drink the dairy milk oh no but oh, i, I love to i know that's true that's a bad we should drink milk don't drink the marmite i don't drink the underage don't drink marmite don't drink there we go and don't drink the kool-aid bye bye, bye.